Welcome to Making Sense of Parenting. This show is dedicated to helping parents change chaos, confusion, and struggle into calm, clear connections with their kids, all in a way that aligns with their faith. Hey there, I'm your host, Kelly Shoup, helping you navigate the bumpy road of raising kids. Let's dive into today's topic. Hi there. Today we are taking a pause from our normal discussions about preschool kids and all the challenges that they have to discuss college newbie calamities. So I am a parent of a freshman in college and all of the new things that that has. And I have just been inundated for the last, well, you know, six to eight months, but especially this holiday season from parents who also have college freshmen, but then even older college kids. And they have been asking me, what do I do about this? My child is doing this. It's driving me crazy. This is going to send me, you know, over the edge. This is happening. That's happening. And Because of my lens as a pediatric occupational therapist, parenting coach, child behavior specialist for the last 20 years, parents often want to know, what would you do differently? And there are several things that I would do differently than the normal, typical parent. So that's what we're going to talk about today. And I want to tell you that There is value for you to listen today about these college freshman stuff if you are a parent of a preschooler or if you have a 10-year-old and a 13-year-old because you will get a glimpse into what the path looks like a little bit further down the road. And so you know that as far as I'm concerned, I am always playing the long game. So I'm always doing things in the moment, in the day right now for the preschooler, but that are also going to pay dividends and have a good, formed, well-functioning 18-year-old, 20-year-old, 40-year-old. And this is different than a lot of parenting people out there. Some parenting people will help you just for in that moment and give you a technique in the moment that may work for the moment, but does not give you that better result, that better development for later, which is always, again, my intent is to give you something now that will help you later. And why do I do this? Because this is how God created us to be. So the other thing about me, if you just landed here, is I am faith and God-focused first. So I have an in-depth understanding of how God created humans, all the specific ways he formed a human, the systems, the body, the muscles, the brain, all of it, when it functions, the ages, the stages, and what's supposed to happen at those ages and stages. Also understanding God's way of making us unique completely different than everybody else, but also similar, similar in those ages and stages. So that's how I know that my 
oldest first child who was a freshman in college, who was a male, who was a boy. What is similar for boys at this age and stage? So again, we're unique, but there's a lot of similarities too. And so that's what I've, you know, college degree in those similarities. So that's how I can help parents also. So we are going to talk about some ways I can give parents hope if you have college kids that are still here that have been home for a few weeks and you're like, oh my goodness, we still have two more weeks. I'm about to lose it or put them out on the curb when bulk trash pickup comes, whatever. And again, I understand and can relate to all of the challenges and and frustrations because parenting is challenging. Every age, every stage. A lot of times I will have a parent say, okay, this, this is my easy child. And now all of a sudden they're difficult. In my world of helping hundreds of parents over 20 years, every single child has moments of being difficult. And it's just when, what age and what stage that it happens. So a lot of kids who were super easy baby, really great toddler, amazing preschool, they can be the worst in the teenage years, or even some of that preteen. So anyway, okay. So the first thing that we're going to talk about with these college freshmen is the age and stage, because this is right what I have spent so much time understanding. And so a few parents that I was talking to here recently were telling me how incredibly mad, frustrated, upset they are with their freshmen because this their child is home and technically 18 is an adult, but the child is back home and doesn't seem to be engaged <clears throat> with their plan for the family. And this is healthy, normal development. And so if you have a child who is really resisting getting back into, you know, just kind of the, the old routine with your other kids who are younger that's okay. Because actually, as the parent, it means good job. You did what you were supposed to do. You were supposed to give them support and tools to be able to leave for the past, you know, August, September, October, no, December. Now they're back. They've been gone for four months, but they have been independent. You did guide them before they left with all the things that they would need to live on their own. And so they did it. And now they're back under your roof. And all of a sudden, we want that to go away. But it took years to get them to the stage of doing that. And so we don't actually want to undo all that independence and critical thinking and authenticity and choosing their own life. We don't want to undo it because we work so hard to get them to that stage. And what's interesting about this first break, so this will look different for older college kids, but because 
our college freshmen are so newly in that independent stage from us and they're home on break, they give us much more resistance and they they're it's a self-protective coping mechanism. So, you know, they've been living under our house, they leave, they've been gone for four months, they've established their independence, they've got their own gig, they're doing it well, and then they come back home. And they do not want to unravel all that independence. And we don't want them to either. So just be mindful of this, that if they give you pushback, like, no, I am not doing that right now. No, I'm not coming out for breakfast at 8 a.m. so I can see my little sister before she heads to school. No, that actually that is, again, their way of trying to maintain their independence that they have worked so hard to establish. So be mindful of it and be understanding of it. And I say this, so in the instance with the little sister who would like to see her brother at the breakfast table, just say, hey, you know, I think this matters to your little, little sister. What's, what's something, how could we compromise? What's something we could come up with that you don't have to get up at eight in the morning on a day when you don't have school, but what could we do? So again, I don't want you to be all about control, compliance, and instant obedience with your college freshman who is home. That is never a framework from that I would ever operate from because I do not think it gives us the results that you want. And so I'm always operating from a connection, a collaboration, contribution. I want kids to contribute and be able to recognize that they are contributing in a way that is age and stage appropriate for them. And so I've had a couple parents who have said, oh my gosh, I don't even know if my child is going to come back at spring break because we have been at each other's throats, constantly fighting. They won't do what I want when I want it. And that's that approach of control, instant obedience and compliance. Like you're back in my house. I need you to do everything I want you to do exactly when I want you to do it. And again, I understand it. It gives parents a sense of, you know, calm and okay, my, my family is functioning how I want it to. I'm the parent, I'm the authority, but we want our college freshmen to buy in and to be a contributing part of a cohesive family. And so that doesn't come about usually by being very authoritarian and demanding and commanding certain things from them. I want to compromise and be understanding and invite them in for opportunities to, to help contribute to contribute, to be connected with our family again. But I do not want to force it because that never goes well. Okay, so the age and stage that that these college freshmen are in is very much an independence. I've figured it out. I've been living on my own. I've been doing it well. And But because they've been doing it for such a short time, that four-month period, they're very sensitive and resistant 
to giving any of it up. So again, just know that because when they come home sophomore year for Christmas break, they're going to be so much better. Okay. But it's just because this is this new stage of independence and autonomy and all of that. So it's okay. Okay. The second thing is give them credit. And I've had so many parents look at me like, what do you mean by that? I want you to give them credit for everything that they have done well. I want you to recognize their successes. I want you to compliment them on how well they did moving to a new city, having a new school, having a new way of learning, having new friends, a new place that they sleep, new ways that they eat. I don't think parents recognize enough just how incredibly there's so much that a college freshman is doing new. Now, yes, are they prepared for it? Yes, are their bodies at a particular time that, you know, they have energy and their muscles are good? Yes, they are wired to be open to all of this newness. But again, some kids who are sensory sensitive or who have just some different, you know, unique ways of how they live, though all that newness can be more difficult for them. And so I just really want parents to say good job, like amazing, how incredible that you have done all of this so well, you figured out the bus schedule and the train and how to get home and friends and parties and how to study so many things they have done well. So please give them credit for that. Because again, we want our kids to be seen, to be known, to be heard. And so let them know, I see you. I know that was hard. And again, just let them know and recognize it and validate it. Okay. Obviously, our kids have been home for a while. And next year, I should do this before the break. But it is so important to give our college kids also time when they first come home for overflow or just a few days to just really decompress and unwind and not, you know, just have so much pressure on them to do certain things for you. Give them some space give them grace. I always am preaching space and grace. You've prayed how how you will show up as a parent when they are here over break and ask the Lord to show you how you can parent better. A question I always ask my kids since they're older, how can I love you better? So as a Christmas gift, I always want from my big kids how can I love you better for my daughters? How can I love you better for my son? How can I respect you more, you know, in 2023? How can I change, adjust to give you more of what you need from me? You're doing a fantastic job. But however they are showing up this Christmas holiday break, it's different than last year. And they are at a different place. And 
the way that I can, can parent them well may look different. So I want to know that and I want to ask them that. And asking them that also acknowledges, I see you, you're in a different place. And I don't do it perfectly, but I want to. And so show me how, tell me how I can love you better, support you better. What did you like? What is what was working? What wasn't working? And what this does for our kids is it models for them how to be in relationship in a really healthy way with other people. If they're going to be married later, that's incredibly healthy for them to be thinking about, wow, what do I need? How would I like to be respected as a man from my wife? How do I articulate that? What does that look like to ask for that? Or for girls, what does love look like for me now that I'm 16 and have a car? Or what would give me support? And again, getting them to just start to think about it and answer it to their parent is a really fantastic way to model it that will help them later on. Okay, so third thing is compromise. And I have had so many parents who are like, nope, nope, I'm not. I'm. This is my house. I am going to have my rules absolutely in place. And again, I understand that. And there's nothing wrong with that. It just might not be the best thing to foster connection and cohesiveness. And so we have to think for a moment about how our college freshmen have been living, right? They stay up late, you know, their Saturday night starts at 10 p.m. My Saturday night ends at 10 p.m. That could be a late night Saturday night. So we're all, we're so contrasted right now at this stage with them. We're so used to our family routine of how we flow and what we do And they've just experienced all kinds of newness. And it's really exciting for them. And it looks different. And they're learning and they're figuring out what their own approach is to laundry or whatever. So just compromise or just know it's okay if their version of whatever is different than yours. Because that tells you they're growing. And we want them to be open to different things and different ways and different experiences. And so if that looks like, I can tell you what it looked like for my son. So clothes all over the bed, the floor, part of them in the suitcase, some falling out of the backpack. Like he has definitely been a mess over this break, but in, in to the the point that his sisters have commented like, man, he can't pull it together. He can't find his bell, his jacket's over here at his friend's house. He forgot, you know, but again, this is the age and stage where this is supposed to happen. So instead of us saying anything, we're just supporting and loving him and letting him figure out him because this is the age and stage that it looks like this. And so when we know it looks like this, we're like, okay, This is what it's going to be. It's going to be different next year. Okay. So anyway, just compromise on your 
expectation of the way that you thought that it had to be. So for the laundry thing, you know, my son's going to do his laundry whenever he needs it done. And do I ever put clean clothes on the floor? I don't. But he did. And so, you know, he might pull something up and think, oh, is this actually dirty? Or is it clean? Because it's clean, but it's right next to the other clothes on my floor that are dirty. So I'm just going to keep my mouth quiet about all that because that's us, his room. That's his space. And if he wants to wear clean, dirty, wrinkled, whatever, I don't care. I really don't. And so just be mindful to keep your mouth closed more than open <coughs> because how you show up this first break. And even if you've done a really not so great job from when they come home middle of December to now, which is January 5th, you probably still have at least two weeks to change and to end it well. (coughs) And that is all the time that you need. So you can absolutely course correct. You can start to do things differently and it will all end good. But I want you to know that how this first break plays out will be, it will have impact later on in the next breaks that they're home or the next, you know, when they're 30 and how they think about coming home for Christmas and the holidays. And so, again, give more grace and space because you want them coming home over, you know, multiple holidays, whether they're 20 or 30 or married or whatever. And so how we show up now has an impact. And so it has an impact in trusting and believing. And so this next thing is to just actively and intentionally choose to trust and believe in your child instead of the control and have to know all the information. So I had a parent say to me, you know, my, my son is not telling me everywhere he is going over the break. And I'm so, I'm hurt. I feel closed off. I feel disrespected. And I just said, you know what? Don't take it personally because they do not mean to hurt you. They are used to being independent and they don't have to call you every night and tell you where they are. And that's a really good thing that they aren't. And so again, give that grace and space to let them go wherever they need to go. And then it's okay to have a curfew time of when they would be home. Or with Will, I don't have a curfew for him really. But then I have, you know, as my child, we have different systems in place that we have used as he graduated from high school. So I know I can trust him. I know he makes good choices. I know his judgment is good. And so... I know I don't I don't really have to give him a curfew. He'll he'll come home in a respectful manner and and I can trust him. So 
when I tell him, you know, just I show him. I don't ask. I'm going out with my friends. Okay, great. Have a good time. I don't need to know where he's going and what time he will be home. What I have done on a couple occasions is if he didn't drive and I didn't know how he was going to get home, I would text him and let him know I was headed to bed. You know, hey, it's it's 1130. I'm going to go to bed in the next 30 minutes. Do you think you will find a ride home? Again, I'm not, I'm trying to communicate with him, but just from my, just from my side of, you know, just from me, here's what I've got going. I'm going to bed. Are you covered for a ride home? So I'm not asking him to come home. I'm not asking him to give me a time. I'm just saying, hey, here's the deal for me. I'm going to bed. And are you, are you supported again? right? It's all about the support and safety and how you're going to navigate it in a way that is respectful and honoring of that age and stage that the child is right now. And so this is, you know, and then Will texted right back and he's like, yes, okay, I'm, I'm good. I can get a ride home. And so again, you will have your own way of having the grace and the space and the good connection of communicating with your child. But this is how I did it with Will. Last thing, which is super, super important, is support. And it's weaved throughout all of the break, how you support them and let them lead. And again, because this is the age and the stage of the child, they still do not have that fully formed brain and body. Now they, they're taller and they're getting there, but they still are not fully, completely full brain, full body functioning. So let them lead with some of the ways that they need support, but know that you absolutely still need to give it. And so I have had, you know, a couple parents say, well, they're 18. They're totally, you know, they're on their own. So I don't need to help them with that. I don't need to help them navigate that. They can figure it out. And if they mess it up, oh, well, those are the consequences, or they miss their chance, or they miss this, or, well, all of my kids have had support throughout. They have had modeling. They have, you know, I am there for them and they know it. And so just because they're 18 now, and technically an adult, doesn't mean that I would hang them out to dry. And so I like to provide, you could call it like a step back support, step step aside support. So I'm still absolutely supporting my child. But from I've backed off a little, I can take my cues from them. What do you need? How do you need help? And so um, for both of my kids over break, they had Southwest flights, which was such a debacle because of the their system and the snowstorms and everything. And so they had Southwest flights that we had to reschedule on different airlines. My son was headed snow skiing into Denver airport with a bunch of his pledge buddies and they had shuttles and I just supported him throughout all of it. Okay, let's 
Let's get off the Southwest flight that probably isn't going to go January 2nd. Let's go another airline. But I didn't hang him out to dry and think that he could navigate all of that himself because I was trying to figure out how to navigate it. So I just encourage you parents to hang with them, even though they could be old enough to handle it. I still want to model, how could we do this well? What are our options here? Okay, yes, we could hope that that Southwest flight goes on Tuesday, or no, we could go ahead and get another ticket and make sure that you're covered to get up to ski and enjoy with your friends. So we were holding two tickets till the last minute and chose to fly on American, which was a good choice because Southwest ended up canceling. But then we had troubles with the shuttle when he got into Denver because he was late. So he was communicating with me. I was talking to the shuttle service. Could he have been trying to navigate all of that on his own? Yes. But he's still not fully equipped to do it. And so I want to be there to support him. And now we did it together and he kind of watched the way I did it. So now he has those ways of knowing, oh, okay, if this shows up again, this is how I'm going to deal with it because he was, you know, involved with it with me and we were doing it together. So I really encourage you to Give the support, the safety, the encouragement that your kids still need as college freshmen because you're showing, you know, you're showing, you're giving them the support that they need, not doing it all for them, but you're loving them and you're there for them. And that's still what they need so, so much of at 18 or 19 years old, is they need to know my mom cares. She's there. She sees that I'm independent. She sees that the ski trip is partly my Christmas and going to be fun and I need this break. So again, so many challenges with kids at every single age. But if you have college freshmen, just love them in that in the space of new independence that probably has looked conflictive. You know, there's been lots of conflict, what I hear at houses with college freshmen. That's totally normal. They're trying to stand in their independence. And because they haven't had it very long, they're, they take a mighty stand because they think, oh, I could slide back into just having mom do do everything. But no, they need to go forward in that independent stage even more. And they will, and they'll get better at it. So they won't be as as resistive to any type of suggestions or ways that, that moms can help. But it's all age and stage appropriate. So good luck. If you need help at any age of the parenting journey, I am here to help parents. And you can find me on Instagram at Kelly K. Shoup. You can find me on YouTube. You can search at Kelly K. Shoup or my website, www.kellykshoup.com. Thank you. Did you like what you heard in this episode? If you did, please share it with a friend and be sure and subscribe to the podcast on your favorite app. Reviews are always appreciated. 
As a reminder, my show is also on YouTube. In YouTube, search for Kelly K. Shoup. That's K-E-L-L-Y-K-S-H-O-U-P. Be sure to click the subscribe button and hit the bell for all notifications. To learn more about my work, helping families, or to contact me, go to kellykshoop.com. Again, that's kellykshoop.com. Thanks so much 